Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to another hour of this weekend's special edition of Rudy Max's World, being brought to you live from poolside at Monte Carlo's Le Metropole Hotel. The Metropole Hotel uh, you heard about in the first hour. I'll talk a little more about it later this hour. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. And as I mentioned the first hour, I got here last Sunday just in time to see the Grand Prix. Workmen are still disassembling the special barriers and grandstands that hold an enormous crowd on, uh, uh, on a gorgeous, sunny, warm, but not too hot day. Um, of all the Formula One races around the world, as you heard from a former driver. Monte Carlo is at the top of the heap. The Principality's narrow and serpentine roads make this an especially challenging course. Two crashes last weekend prove that point. Tourism is big business here. Later this hour, Monaco's Minister of Tourism will join me to expand on that subject, but tourism isn't the only industry here. In just a moment, I'll be joined by the Vice President of Monaco's Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to ask him what else makes Monaco tick. We'll check out the spa life here, as well as a new national art museum. And at night, Monaco's a fashion show with men in Prada suits and women in impossibly high heels and designer dresses stepping out of Ferraris of stepping out of Ferraris and Bentleys. Um, I'll talk a little about uh, that scene here as well. But I want to talk about the local economy first. Philippe Ortelli is the vice president of Monaco's Chamber of Commerce and the president of the board of its board of industries. It's his job to promote about 1,000 local companies, which is a lot of companies when you consider the tiny footprint of Monaco squeezed, uh, as I said, on both sides by France and Italy and some pretty high mountains and the Mediterranean Sea, of course, on the other. Lovely to have you on the show, Philippe. Welcome. Uh, hello. Good morning. Now, I think that there are a lot of Americans who have never been here who think that the entire economy of Monaco is based on one casino, and you're here to tell me that's not true. Oh, no, it's not true anymore for more than one century ago. Uh, we developed so many different industries now in Monaco, like... Um, real industry and products manufacturers of um, industrial piece we have also of course the finance and banking system as you see we have a lot of real estate uh, industries and building uh, companies and um, trade and commerce is also one part of our um, real economy you mentioned to me that that some of the fine pieces of equipment for the airbus a380 are manufactured in monaco keeping in mind this is two square kilometers Yes, but uh, we have a small company that's delivering piece, sorry, for this um, big aircraft. But it's um, one example of uh, others who are producing coffee machine, for example, in, in Monaco, um, professional coffee machine. For example, a company with, um, in the stock market of... I'm redialing. Okay, we're back. I'm sorry. We just had a little. We just had a little hiccup there. Terribly sorry. Um, you were saying that that you were saying that just uh, that that. Professional coffee making machines and so on. But how important is tourism? How, how much is it? Fifty percent of the sector, less? Oh no, around twenty-five percent of the sector. No more. 
Um, that surprises me. Uh, well, you see, of course, tourism. You see uh, the casino, you see the hotel. But uh, in these buildings, there are offices where people are really working every day. There are banks that are working every day. Um, on another um, place in Fontvieille, you have um, industries producing uh, manufactured products. A little bit like in, in Germany. It's, um, we have companies that are making braking systems for automotive cars. How do you grow here, though, given the small footprint that Monaco has? You don't have unlimited land like Las Vegas or Los Angeles. Of course. Well, the, the companies are small. The average size is 23 people in each company. And um, we are focused on producing added value products or services. So we don't need a lot of space. We try to attract Monaco. Monaco? Um, the best, I would say the best people, I don't know exact, the exact word, but the most skilled people from all over Europe. And what is our, one of our talents is that we have 127 different nationalities working in Monaco. That's a lot. That's a United Nations. <laughs> I cannot, I will not try to, to, to say this, but uh, we have people from all over the world working from Monaco with all the rest of the world. But if you want to expand, how do you do that? Uh, well, um, close from here, you have a new skyscraper of uh, 48 floor built. Um, we can, we have already. So you go, so you go up. We are going up, yes. Um, the, the building, the size of the building, are going up and up higher. We still have space. A lot of uh, half of the surface of Monaco is occupied by old building for. Uh, on the Côte d'Azur, but uh, we destroyed this building and we built new building with better quality where, and going, of course, higher. And also, uh, the Prince Rainier has uh, gained space, thir um, 30 um, acres over the sea in Fontvieille, for example. So all this space has been gained, and then um, we, we reach uh, new space with this. Is there any talk of filling in the sea with landfill and creating more land for Monaco? Prince Albert has um, just announced that just beside the casino there will be more six uh, more acres again on the sea on the next years. It will be built for office and uh, apartment of between five and seven floor high. So not very high, but it will be another space where Monaco can develop itself pretty expensive real estate here, isn't it? Um, well, it's not so much expensive uh, like a um, place like uh, Hong Kong or New York or London are on the same level of price as Monaco, for example. But you have so little of it, I'm surprised. I know Hong Kong's crowded too, but London you can keep growing out. Did, do you find, is that your biggest challenge, is finding land for people to come and establish companies here? not our biggest challenge. The biggest challenge is to make, um, um, how can I say, a development uh, masterized and a good development. We, we cannot, we don't want to be a city of skyscraper, but we need to manage to, to master our development um, sincerely and slowly while developing our economy. We, our aim is to be 100,000 people working in Monaco in 40 years. So to double our economy in, for, in the next 40 years. And this is um, the guideline to develop the infrastructure, the building, and everything 
around here to be able to um, to have these people working. Philippe, excuse me, Philippe Ortelli keeps a sharp eye on the business community here as the vice president for the Chamber of Commerce and head of the industries uh, group here. I'm Rudy Max. We're coming to you live from the Metropole Hotel right in downtown Monte Carlo. Uh, if you hear different quality of sounds, we're shifting between the phone and the mic. It's, uh, it's an adventure here in Monaco. We'll be right back after these messages. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at LM clinic.com that's lmclinic.com the telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com here again is Rudy Maxa. This segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans. Whatever your travel needs, you can choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by visiting TravelGuard.com. Travel more and worry less? Visit TravelGuard.com. Here's what the lawyers make me say. Coverage is limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. So you come to Monte Carlo, you're going to hear the word spa a lot because Europeans are much more attuned to the spa life than we are as Americans, I've got to tell you. And the spas here each try to go over the top in out, uh, outperforming others and certainly uh, providing services. I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Mariana Ertel. Uh, you're going to say, I love the way you speak, because I don't speak French. Give me the last name. Mariana Ertel. 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 The, the American mouth doesn't quite say that. As, uh, Mariana is a spa director here at the Metropole, and she gave me a tour of the spa. It was as as all good spas are, is one of the most peaceful places 
on the planet, lovely, nice and dark, dark woods and very low lighting and, of course, a great scent. Uh, tell me a little about yourself. How did you get into this business? Actually, I I was born in this business because my um, my family was already working in the spa industry. So my mother was a hotel spa director. So since uh, I'm a kid, I'm I'm uh, living in this this area in this business. So. And where did you grow up? Where was your mother the spa director? It was in Hungary, actually, in Hungary. So which is uh, not very far away from here, but uh, the spa business is Hungary. In Hungary, it's very very uh, famous and uh, old. And what did you do to help mom out as a young woman? What did you do in the spa business as a young woman with your parents? Did you help them in the operation? No, I was just observing and learning about massages and thermal water and uh, the effect on the body, on the different kind of treatments. So it was quite interesting. Tell me about the spa here. Paint a picture for me with words of your spa here for a radio audience that isn't fortunate enough to be here in Monaco with us. Yes, exactly. So our spa and usually the spa in Monaco are very, very luxury spas, of course. And here at the Metropole, we have a very relaxing spa, so which is uh, actually uh, all about ambience and treatment. So if you come in our spa, it's really for relax. And uh, actually, Monaco is a, it's a, a luxury destination, one of the most luxury de destination all in the world. And uh, which is the most luxury activity you can imagine for yourself? It take take time for yourself. <laughs> so where you will do it in, in in the spa. So. I was interested to learn that about that a good percentage of your clientele are men. Exactly. So we have a very high percentage of men clientele, which is almost uh, 40, 45 percent sometime. Uh, it's it's very high because we have a clientele who who knows about. Uh, a man client who knows about spa culture and they understand actually why it is important. So they they have uh, this habit to come quite often, once, twice a week. Why is it important? It's very important for because they understand. You know, usually they are businessmen who are traveling a lot. Uh, so it will balance uh, their mind, their body after traveling for for the jet lag and. Of course, they need to be very good-looking also, which is very important in their life, especially in Monaco. Are you saying a spa will make me very good-looking? Yes, because if you are relaxed and you, if you feel very well yourself in your body, then you will be good-looking. That could be a big job for any spa, here or otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> now, why are Europeans so much more... Why are they spa-crazy compared to Americans? I think it's because the life it's very stressful. Of course, in America also it's very stressful. But uh, I think that uh, in Europe we have a real culture of the of the spas. So because of the different kind of thermal sources, different kind of uh, natural sources actually, who are built in that uh, in that in that culture. So. It's not only just to take a massage or take a facial facial treatment. It's all about the culture, to, which which is around the, uh, a spa treatment. My guest is Mariana Hotel. She's a spa director here, and I'm not pronouncing it as well as she does. She's a spa director here at the Metropole Hotel, part of the luxury hotel. Oh, by the way, this is part of the uh, Leading Hotels of the World Association. That's not a company. That's an association of the best hotels in the world, and uh, Metropole is part of that. And Marianne, Mariana uh, runs the spa. I mean, when I think of spa, I think, of course, of massage, facials, uh, and so on. But there are some rather exotic treatments. Whoa, another Ferrari. Unbelievable. Um, there are some exotic treatments, aren't, aren't there? 
Yes, exactly. So we are doing some very specific treatments also. We have a range of aerobic treatments, which is uh, very specific and unique uh, in our spa, and usually you can't really find it very uh, very easily in a spa, the real Ayurvedic treatment, because it's, um, it needs a quite big and long training for the therapist. And then we have also some specific range of uh, treatment for detoxifying uh, uh, effects. And then, of course, we have a very nice uh, package for, for men also. You also showed me a, a room in the spa for couples, uh, two beds for massages, I mean, a bath. Uh, wasn't there a sauna or a steam in there as well? Yes, there is also a steam. There is a bath, a uh, chromotherapy bath, and then two treatment uh, uh, beds, actually, uh, which is a very private and luxury space. So if you would like to spend some time with your loved one, uh, it's really the perfect, perfect gift for. How often do you get a massage? Actually, quite often because uh, I need to test uh, my product. So I go, of course, uh, for test uh, in my spa treatments. And of course, I, I go quite often all around when I'm traveling. I'm testing all the time in different kind of spas. About so Because the spa business, it's always changing. It's always developing. It's interesting to, to see uh, which kind of uh, news are in other other countries, other areas. How are prices for spas here compared to those in America? Uh, it depends. So we are we are actually treatments. Then it's very important to to have, uh, of course, uh, the time for it. So then it's not really a price question. So we are on the level on a, on the same level as the the best spas all around the world. And then it's it's really all about quality. So. So a basic one hour massage costs how much? So it's one hour massage. It's one hundred and thirty euros. So that's about one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah, that's all. That's uh, twice a week. Could I get a Ferrari? I could buy a Ferrari for, for that. Luxury treatment would say is the forehand massage, which is a two-hour treatment. So in that case, uh, you will have a preparation, a body exfoliation, and in the end, you will have two therapists making the massage in a synchronized way on your body. So it's just really to try. You need to try it because it's really a very nice feeling. Let me just try to imagine it for a minute. A forehand massage for two hours. Yes, because there is one, one part which is the preparation part of your body and in the end you, you will never even see the second person coming in. You just feel that there is something magic is happening and this is the, the, the part when the second uh, massage therapist is coming in and uh, will massage you at the same time. And that costs how much? It's a bit uh, more expensive, of course. It's uh, 390 euros. Got to be more expensive. You have another pair of hands, and it's twice as long. So <laughs> it, has, it has a price, but it's really something unique. That's absolutely everybody needs to try at least once in his life. And how many of those do you sell in a week? We are not selling so much on a week. We have a speci specific client, uh, like uh, Russian clients who really like that, and some uh, other uh, clients who really, who really look for something uh, different. So they really love it. Now, why do you suppose Russian clients like that? Yes, because they always like everything which is the most luxury. Ah, yes, the Russians. Uh, you've, how long have you been here now? Uh, five years now. So you've seen the increase in Eastern Europeans and Russians uh, for clientele, I presume, that the whole, all of Monte Carlo has seen. Yes, of course.
in all all the the business is uh, very important with uh, with the Russian clients. And do you have staff who can speak Russian? Italian, German, and Arabic Russian. Give me those languages again. Yeah, Hungarian, French, English, Italian, a little bit German, and Russian. My goodness. Could you, give a, you could give a forehand massage in five different languages. I can do it, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Mariana Ertel uh, uh, is the spa director of La Metro here in uh, Monte Carlo at La Metropole Hotel. If you need a forehand massage in several different languages, you know where to come to. Um, we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World in just a moment. It's, uh, wait a minute, there's a cloud in Monte Carlo. Suddenly the sun has gone under a cloud. We'll have to make some calls during the break. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension 1. That's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Back to Rudy Maxa's world. It's 33 minutes after the hour. Poolside here at the Metropole Hotel in Monte Carlo, Monaco. You just fly into Nice and you can uh, take a cab or rent a car and come over any of the three coastal roads as well. There's one on the coast, one in the middle, and one up top of the mountain. Or you can take a five-minute, ten-minute helicopter ride, which uh, certainly is a grand way to arrive in Monaco. I'm here at the Metropole, and I'm seated next to the... That's a big job, because tourism, as we just heard, is a big part of the economy. Uh, Guillaume Rose runs the tourism department, and uh, delighted to have him here with me. Guillaume, for, let's talk first of all about the, the changes over the last uh, 20 or 30 years in the, the makeup of the people who visit Monaco. It seems to be largely driven by world economics. I mean, one section of the world is doing very well and more people go to Monaco than some other section. Am I, am I oversimplifying or is that generally true? Let's say that it's simplified in the sense that 20 or 30 years, of course, it's a long period of time. And for us and for the 
people who are wealthy in the world, uh, 20 or 30 years, it means three centuries. So it changed. It changed a bit, of course. It changed even more than a bit. But what's for sure is that for 150 years, since we invented Monte Carlo in 1863, uh, we decided that we were going to attract all the best people in the sense of taste, and uh, we decided that we are going to be fit for them. So we changed slightly in the sense that we still, let's say, the elite of the We have got uh, less and less Italian people, which is a shame because Italians are very close to us, obviously, but still in the same time we have more and more American people, we have more and more Russian people, we have more and more people from the Arabic countries, and of course more and more people from Asia, kind of India and China. Well, I remember when I began coming here in the mid-70s, early 80s, um, Americans accounted for like 40% of the visitors. And uh, when I was here, I don't know, last year, I was hearing it was more like 40% now belong to Eastern Europeans and Russians. What is true is that after 9-11, we lost a, a bit, well, let's say we lost a lot of American people because, of course, they were reluctant to travel abroad, especially in Europe. But uh, let's say that little by little, we gained back the, um, the trust of the Americans, and then right away we are around 30 to 32 percent of American people coming to Monaco, but we are also around 25 to 30 people, to 30 percent of people coming from Eastern Europe, especially Ukraine and especially Russia, of course. All right, tell me, as what is your, we, you know what we call an elevator pitch? It's where you have to sell someone something in about 60 seconds? How do you sell Monaco in 60 seconds to someone who's never been here? Very, very easily. Monaco is quintessentially the place where all Southern Europe, which means the best of France, the best of Italy, gather together. And with Monaco, you can, coming to Monaco, you can visit both South of France and North of Italy, and you can have the best of two countries in one, and you can have in that little heaven also a taste of what has been the great European culture in terms of gastronomy, in terms of events, because we organize 700 events a year, so you can't get bored in Monaco, an average of two events a day. That's a major selling point. All right, now what are your challenges? Our challenges are to keep like we are, which means the very, very, very small place where you attract everybody when you when you come to speak in terms of high level high quality gastronomy events and our challenge is always to move because we are very very small and we are much too small to to just stop moving but where do you move how do you grow given the small footprint this country has this principality has we grow not geographically but we grow by inviting people to our country, surprising them, having new concepts, creating new concepts, hosting new ways of culture. For example, the new museum of Monte Carlo, but also the Ballet de Monte Carlo, as you could hear, but also the opera of the Monte Carlo, but also, of course, all nightclubs, all concepts, all new restaurants. That's a way to grow. We're going to talk a little later this hour with uh, a, a person from the new museum, and I look forward to that. Uh, what is the number one draw here? The climate, the boating world, the casino? 
definitely number one will be, of course, Formula One, then Yachting. Then the casino is absolutely wonderful because it's an astonishing casino. It's not only a casino, it's also a museum. So the casino is a major asset, but of course, what is number one is the general mood of luxury in Monaco. I thank you very much. You did your elevator pitch very well, Guillaume. Thank you very much. Guillaume is the uh, Guillaume Rose, excuse me, is the director of tourism for Monaco, um, and I'm delighted to have you here with me, and I'm delighted to be in your uh, uh, your hood, as we say, your neighborhood, as we say in America. Thank you, Guillaume. Thank you very much, too, everybody. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. It's a special edition coming to you from the Metropole Hotel, just steps away from Casino Square here in Monte Carlo in Monaco. Do drop in. When we come up, I'm going to talk a little about my reflections uh, on Monaco over the years that I've visited, and a little bit of history, and i got a couple of news items for you, too. Don't go away. Don't touch that dial. Rudy Max's World is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Hey folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created The Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get The Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. If you're the mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out-of-control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a thousand programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. 
I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free. Call now. 1-800-586-1440. 1-800-586-1440. That's 1-800-586-1440. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. Uh, we didn't have time for news at the top of the hour. I've got a couple items. Mexico's biggest airline, Aeromexico, and its workers. It's uh, uh, forged a last-minute accord around, uh, well, early Saturday morning, U.S. time, to avoid a strike that could have grounded about, grounded about 300 flights a day. Uh, the union of flight attendants had threatened a midnight strike on Friday if it didn't get a 5% salary hike or a 3% boost in benefits. The agreement's good for good news for about 25. Fly Aeromexico, Mexico's largest airline. About to start. Hurricane season is about to start, and according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, this could be a bad year. NOAA says that uh, there's a 70% likelihood of between 13 and 20 named storms, of which 7 to 11 could become hurricanes with winds of 74 miles per hour higher. So we're looking at uh, three to six major hurricanes of Category 3 and stronger. Now, of course, we don't know if those storms will make landfall, even if they do form, but we don't have to look any further than Hurricane Katrina or Superstorm Sandy to know what can happen. So the die is cast for a, a bad year. I want to talk a little more about the history of this fascinating place, um, because this is, uh, this is one of the most unusual corners of the world. This part, before, uh, in 122 B.C., the Romans took over this coastline, and Julius Caesar actually sailed from what is now Monaco to fight in Greece. And in fact, it's the harbor here in Monaco that is uh, not only an important part of the economy today, but it was important back in those days for ships trying to stay out of harm's way and for, in the case of Julius Caesar, launching a battle in Greece. If you visit here, you'll find a tower called Augustus's Trophy that was built nearby by the Romans, uh, and it's been partly reconstructed, and it's perched on top of a village called, or at a village called La Turbi, just outside of Monaco. And after the Italians, uh, or the, excuse me, the Romans, I'm sorry. After the Romans uh, left, barbarians invaded this place until about the year 972 when a succession of rulers from Italian and French uh, heritage owned the land. The Grimaldi family first claimed this land in the late 13th century, and it repeatedly had to battle to recapture or to hold it. And about the time of our civil war, in the mid-1860s, France and heirs of uh, the original Grimaldi signed a treaty. Prince Charles III relinquished some nearby land to France, and the Prince of became independent again, and it stayed that way, though it certainly has a very close relationship with France. Monaco is a hereditary constitutional monarchy with a prince as head of state. And just a little gossip, I read that uh, uh, the new princess, who's been here for two years now, was in her home country of South Africa, uh, not recently. Uh, not recently. Uh, excuse me, recently, and said to the press, "Well, she feels sort of settled in Monaco." 
and that she might be thinking about starting a family, which would get everybody here very, very excited uh, about a male heir to the throne, as it were. I don't know if there's a throne here, actually. Um, if you wonder why my voice changes sometimes from sounding like I'm on a telephone to sounding like a... Back to the phone now. <laughs> We're uh, broadcasting from high atop the uh, pool here at uh, Metropole, and apparently our upload speed varies depending on how many people in the hotel might be on Wi-Fi or watching a movie on their iPad. So uh, Jeff, the engineer in Connecticut, tells me when to switch from phone to microphone. Quite exciting. Um, I was telling you a little about uh, uh, Monaco. I wanted to tell you a little about uh, the Metropole pool. Um, this is the only indoor and outdoor heated seawater swimming pool in downtown Monaco. It's reserved for guests during the day. It's open in the evening when it becomes an open-air bar with a light cuisine. And uh, downstairs in this restaurant, in the ground floor, there are two Joel Rubichon restaurants. One is a fairly traditional continental restaurant, although there's nothing traditional about his cooking. And then he opened his, uh, it's got a couple of Michelin stars, two out of three, which is quite spectacular. And then uh, Mr. Rubichon opened an Asian restaurant in 08, and it received its first star as well two years ago. There are 133 rooms here, including 64 suites. The hotel was originally built in 1889, but it's been totally, totally redone. And one of the things of note uh, here are its gardens, which comprise over 30 species of plants representing more than uh, 3,000 varieties of plants. And uh, as I said earlier, the architect designed it so that you come down a cobblestone gentle incline off the main street to... Uh, what, in, into what makes you feel as if you're entering a Roman villa or a Florent, Flor, Flor, Florentine villa. And I said, yeah, Florentine villa owned by a guy with a, a lot of uh, fancy cars. Anyway, we'll be back here at the Metropole right after these messages. Stick around. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It is 52 minutes after the hour, and uh, we are coming to you live from the Metropole Hotel in Monte Carlo. And uh, this has been a terrific place that I've spent the last week here roaming around and getting back in touch with the French, uh, uh, the French Riviera as well as Monaco, and I saw a new museum just, I think it was just yesterday, and my genial host was Elodie Biancheri, and she is joining me here. She is with the Nouveau Musée National, Mo National Monaco. We'll call it the National Museum of Monaco. This is not your average museum, where you walk in and you look at paintings on the wall and whatever. Describe, give me an overview of, of how you explain this museum to newcomers to Monaco. Well, indeed, it is a very special place, because the National Museum of Monaco is made of two locations, which are two small villas. One is by the sea, uh, Villa Saubert, and one is overlooking the whole Bay of Monaco from the exotic garden, so at the high point of Monaco. And both villas host very special projects that we like to uh, conceive around two main themes, which is the performing arts and, more generally, territory and landscape. But more generally, what we'd like to do is, on the first um, side, reveal the, the heritage uh, of Monaco, the Principality of Monaco, which is 
um, everything about the ballet and productions of the opera and many art pieces that were in the collections. Or architecture. Or architecture, of course, as it is now and will be uh, on this summer. And we also like to shed light on contemporary creation through group shows, inviting uh, international curators that uh, come here and build special projects, a bit like experiments and uh, in a way that is a, a special lab, you know, creating new projects and offering every time temporary exhibitions so that when you come, you can see different projects every time. Well, that's, I wanted to underline that for our listeners, that these are temporary exhibitions. This is not a museum with a permanent uh, large gallery space with the same stuff there all the time. These are temporary curated, obviously curated, all exhibitions are curated, um, uh, curated exhibitions that um, are there for a few months and then you change them. Some of them go on tour. In fact, aren't some going to the States? Isn't one going to the States? Exactly. Actually, um, th there was the first one that went to the States was the opening uh, exhibition at Villa Paloma that went to New York at Matthew Marks Gallery in uh, the summer in 2011. And we have one that we are co-producing right now, and uh, which is op which was um, edited by the Whitney Museum in New York, uh, dedicated to Richard Archvager, which is curated by Jennifer Gross, and uh, is now uh, opening on 15th of June in Los Angeles in the Hammy Museum. At the Hammer Museum. I don't know who Richard is. was. Richard Altschwager was one of the major uh, art American artists from the 20th century. He uh, ex used all medias from painting, sculpture, and uh, photography, and he is one of the major artists. And it was important to, to be part of this touring exhibition, which is a huge project, uh, really, especially because Altschwager died just a few months ago. So it was important to be part of this project, especially because our director, Marie-Claude Beaumit, met him uh, a few years ago when she was director at the Fondation Cartier in Paris, and she opened a new building designed by Jean Nouvel with an exhibition of Richard Schwager. So it was quite a logical thing for us for us to be part of this uh, itinerary um, of the exhibition, which will also be presented in Munich just before us. And if you're listening in Minnesota, Jean Nouvel uh, designed the theater in uh, in my hometown of Minneapolis. Well, not my hometown, but where I live now in Minneapolis, by the way. Now, so, but that's interesting. But how was it because of her friendship with the artist that you became involved? Because how would Monaco be co-curating an exhibition for an American artist? Well, for a few years now, since 2010, actually, we've had we've been lucky enough to build strong projects that were recognized in the whole uh, art world, and uh, so we started existing as an interesting art place in Monaco. Uh, that, that, that was quite surprising at first for the, the rest of the world, in fact. And uh, the quality of our projects, I think, shed light on Monaco. And that was it was the M Whitney Museum who actually asked us to be part of the project. That's a big honor. Yes, it is. It is and we're very proud of it. Uh, of course, um, this, this is uh, something that we are sure is going to be very important for the future of the museum. And uh, we, we can't wait to see the project finally happen. Now, I saw one of the villas with you yesterday, the one that's, shall we say, downtown by the sea, but then you have the one that you described that is uh, next to the exotic garden or the uh, here, in, here in Monte Carlo, which really does steep down to the, to the sea. Is there a particular personality for an exhibit in, in each of the villas? Well, for now, we've been focusing more, as I said, we have the heritage on one side and contemporary art on the other side. It, hap it so happens that the heritage-based uh, exhibitions were more in Villa Sauber and the um, contemporary ones were more at Villa Paloma. But it doesn't mean that it will always be the same the case. It has been this. It has been the case. But 
most contemporary projects happen at Villa Paloma. For example, the next one will be dedicated to Russian artist Eric Bulatov, celebrating his 80th birthday. So um, it's it's it is the direction that we've taken, but it can evolve depending on the projects, on the space, and the theme also of the of the thing. I want to let uh, American listeners know your website. It is N is in Nancy, M is Mary, N is in Nancy, M is in Mary. Dot MC for Monte Carlo. So it's N M N M dot MC slash E N for English. So there there you have it. Uh, Elodie, I, I know this was all too brief, but I, I hope it's piqued the interest of art lovers in the United States who might be en route here and know to look you up. Thanks for joining me. Elodie Biancheri is uh, head of public relations for the uh, National Museum of Monaco, and I'm Rudy Max, and we've come to the end of two hours. I want to thank here at La Metropole Odile Firmin Quinn. How do you pronounce her? Firmin Kion. Ah, listeners know. And Zoe Touche, and from the Monaco Government and Tourism Authority, uh, Corinne Kievsky. Steve, Del- uh, Steve Delamere is now on the boards. Jeff Ryder's on the boards. My producers are Lori Holt. And as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.